What's up, friends? Welcome back to E&E's Evening Exchange. We have a great episode planned tonight, talking about some dicey topics, some hmm. dicey things, some money things. So to start off, we're going to talk about draft day that happened in the NFL this past week. And the first big thing that happened wasn't even anything related to the draft but i would hmm. say like stole the show mm-hmm, like probably the sure. most prominent headline of the draft and that was aaron Rodgers, who's been the longtime quarterback at my green bay packers reportedly has told multiple people within the organization that he does not want to play there anymore hmm. Uh-oh. so yeah what are your initial thoughts opinions on that Lesh? um well the first i heard of it was kind of funny because what I heard was that multiple Packers, like, head officials or whatever, that people, like, Like, front office? Yeah, front office, like, flew out to California to try to, like, go, like, talk to him. So, to me, it just sounded basically like they were begging him to stay. Yeah. Which I just thought was funny. There's, like, grown men (laughs) flying all the way to California just to, like, beg some guy to stay for the state of their team. I thought that was funny. Um, but honestly, I don't blame Rodgers for wanting out. The Packers have really not done a good job of surrounding him with talent, it doesn't seem like, from my opinion at least. Um, and obviously they were, they were pretty good last year, um, but I know that they, like everybody know that, that like famous thing where they kicked the field goal where they shouldn't have. Um, they should have tried to go for the touchdown. And, and it just seems like there's just like – they're like right there on the cusp of being good but they don't want to make that next step of being like a a perennially great team um so and especially since he's getting older i I don't blame him for wanting to go um have a chance to win more super bowl rings um that's why i can't blame him at all for that i feel like though what you said about our team and what you said about like not having people around him and stuff that was true but the last two years, I would say that that's untrue. I would say like we have the we have the players in place, and we we were we were just like a, a play away from making the Super Bowl mm-hmm. two years in a row. Like two years in a row, we were in the NFC Championship. So yeah. you can't say that we're like on the cusp of being a good team. I would say we are a good team perennially. They're just on the cusp of, of taking that last step of being like okay. champions. Is what I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah. But anyways, um, my thoughts is, well, this is like a funny caveat. In the article by ESPN, when they originally broke the story, one of the reasons they cited that he might want out and to quit playing football is, well, he did recently get engaged to mm-hmm. Shailene Woodley, but also they said he might want to be, he really wants to become the full-time host of Jeopardy. Like, like ESPN considers that a reason why Aaron Rodgers, the reigning MVP of the league, would want to stop, step down. <laughs> so, to go host Jeopardy. To go host Jeopardy, which is absolutely accurate. Like, I could definitely see him doing that. My thing about the Aaron Rodgers thing is, first of all, we, nobody's actually heard anything from him. He hasn't, like, held a press conference, released a statement. The team hasn't released a statement, nothing. So, again, this could all just be, like, wind. Um... My other thing is, and I've talked about this with Elijah when it first broke, it just makes no sense for him to say this because he's in the first year of a new contract. Like, if this is really how you felt, you shouldn't have signed the contract. Like, a multi-year deal. Like, if you really thought, I don't know if I'm going to want to be here much longer, (laughs) like, don't sign the contract. Because now, 
the Packers have too much money wrapped up in him that a trade is going to be really hard to pull yeah. off. And and we're going to demand a lot, as we should. If you're going to lose your MVP player, like, you should get a lot out of that, him. So I don't think he's going to actually end up going anywhere. I think, first of all, unless he literally comes out and says it, I don't think the Packers will trade him because it just yeah. doesn't make sense for them as a team to do it. Um, and I know there's been, like, drama with Jordan Love, who they drafted last year and stuff. But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers could get hurt. We don't know that. So I think that was the I think that was the media blowing wind of that too. Like That's fair. I mean that's what they would like, like to do. Yeah, we we need a backup. Aaron can't play if he's hurt and we don't know if he you don't know if you're going to get hurt. You don't mm-hmm. know like what day he is going to retire. He is going to leave. Like we have to have somebody at quarterback eventually. Like Yeah. I didn't see it as like a threat to his position. Nobody was going to tell Aaron Rodgers he had to quit playing. <laughs> so this nobody Jordan Love could take his mantle. Like I think the media just wanted to make a big thing out of something that wasn't a big thing. Yeah. So That's fair. I guess we'll see what happens. We'll obviously keep you updated on this drama, but rather <laughs> right now I would label it as just that drama because nothing is actually like verified so okay so now like switching to the actual nfl draft and not just things that happen to come out on draft day so (laughs) first thing was trevor lawrence the quarterback from clemson went first thoughts Mm -hmm. on to jacksonville thoughts on that i mean we all (laughs) knew it was coming literally His family was literally wearing, like, Jaguar stuff yeah. before he was even technically drafted, so. <laughs> and, like, we, I'd, I'd seen all this stuff about how, like, Jacksonville fans had, like, sent him and his wife, like, presents for their wedding. Uh, wedding. Yeah. So, and, like, I saw where he donated, like, $20,000 to Jacksonville, like, charities yeah. um, in return. So, like, he knew he was going there. Everybody knew he was going there. And, and he's apparently, like, already, like been studying their playbook Mm -hmm. the nfl rules are you can have contact with potential uh signees before they get drafted as long as it's all over the phone but we live in a zoom age where everything's all over the phone (laughs) so So it was pretty stupid rules but one funny thing i saw about that i don't know if anybody's into betting but if you were to try to bet that he was gonna get drafted first overall you'd have to bet a thousand dollars to make ten dollars on your bet, oh. so everybody knew it. Even even Las Vegas in the betting, everybody knew. Everybody he got was going it. Number they one. got the over and under. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that was that was not a surprise. I did see a funny meme that Jacksonville posted. If you watched Wandavision and the iconic song Agatha All Along, <laughs> they like spoofed it and put. They didn't like spoof the song, but they just like took that like image. And they replace Agatha with Trevor. They're like, it was Trevor all along. And <laughs> that, in my mind, means you're the villain. So, <laughs> guess that's well, what that guess that's what they're taking up. It is Urban Meyer's team. Urban Meyer so. is coaching there, so maybe yeah. they are. Maybe they are just taking on the villain mantle. Yeah, you can do that. You can do that. They had a lot of they had a lot of first round picks. Okay, so the next big thing that I would say that happened in the draft was the Bears traded up for like the what, like eighth pick or something. Uh, yeah, I think it was eighth. Um. And they drafted quarterback Justin Fields out of Ohio State. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm my second favorite team is the Bears. So, I like that pick for them after going a long, 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 long time without having a quarterback that's reliable. Hopefully, and I can't say anything about Justin Fields yet in his professional 
days yet because he hasn't played yet. But um, hopefully he's a, a good quarterback and good fit for the Bears and they can kind of get back to being a good football team since after it's been so long. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Peyton Manning made the case that in his show Peyton's Places on ESPN Plus that the Bears have never had a good quarterback literally ever like when you think of the bears you'd never once think oh yeah that was a good quarterback and if you think of a name you're like yeah no they really weren't that good so it'll be interesting to see i'm glad he got picked um i'm glad that they quit listening to these weird draft analysts that told them a few years ago to pass on Mahomes. he's not any good go with mitch trubisky because that was we all know a horrible choice And it was those same people who were like, no, Justin Fields is not that great. So I'm glad Justin got this chance. I'm excited for him. Um, it'll be it'll be cool to see what he does. So mm-hmm. another quarterback, because this was the draft of quarterbacks. But it seems like every draft, they're like, oh, it's all these quarterbacks. It's like, okay, yeah. but this is like an every draft kind of a curse. There just happened to be so many this year, it's about like. And yeah. all the top picks were quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. All top three, which has only happened one other time. Um so Mac Jones, the former quarterback quarterback at Alabama, got drafted 16th or was it 15th? Um, it was like 15th or 16th yeah, overall to the Patriots, which he was not expected to drop that far, but after the first couple of teams that needed a quarterback drafted and then the Bears um trading up to get Justin Fields, mm-hmm. there was nobody else who like was in the market for quarterback but the Patriots really are and Mm -hmm. so now he gets to go there which my thoughts are Mac Jones has always had Heisman winning top tier wide receivers running backs great O-line at Alabama Mm -hmm. I don't know how good he is so (laughs) he's always had so many great pieces around him it's really hard for me to be like he's really really great at what he does like I don't know so that's just my thoughts on him but I guess we'll see yeah, yeah I, mean, I was just going to bring up that point that you, we were talking about the other day, how you said, like, we don't usually see great quarterbacks come from, like, power five football, school, schools. football schools. Football schools, specifically, yeah. yeah. Um, which, and I started thinking, too, I, I couldn't think of hardly any, like, really, really good quarterbacks in the NFL that came from, like, top football schools. The only one being, the exception being Tom Brady, right. who came from Michigan, but he was drafted so late. Right. Like it, like even the Patriots didn't even believe in him. It seems like yeah. so. So, I just thought it was interesting that we talked about it. It's probably because like they're used to playing with the best of the best talent in college, and then once they get to the pros, they like their talent is still obviously really good, but it's not as good comparatively because everyone else in the NFL is that good as yeah, well, if not for better. Sure. For sure. So, so that's just a little caveat there mm-hmm. on quarterbacks Mm -hmm. and then something else i want to point out about the draft recap is um two northwestern players went in the first round which tied the big 10 uh that night but tied penn state for most um first round picks in the big 10 everybody else that had Mm. a pick was only one so (laughs) and i think that my mind that just like submitted um that we are a great football school so that was actually our first our first (laughs) first round pick since 2005 so to have two was pretty impressive i don't think that's actually ever i don't even know if that's ever been done in the Northwestern's history oh uh, no i think that back maybe back in the 90s we were decent but um so that, that was exciting for me to see because i don't usually get to see them get drafted <laughs> that early especially so i'm cheering them on now 
yeah, so that'll about wrap up our draft recap, and we'll talk to you after the break. All right, we're back, and we're going to talk about something that I'm pretty interested in, um, It's which is contracts um, and how much money players make. Um, so this is a really interesting topic because of the sheer mass amount of money that uh, professional athletes make. Yeah. And quite honestly, how ridiculous it is. Mm -hmm. um, but so we're going to talk about first whether mega contracts... Um, and our ideas on whether they're good for sports, bad for sports, or whether it's just not really fun for anybody to see. <laughs> um, so if we're first to find what like you consider yeah, a yeah. mega contract. So a mega contract is when you're you know, like seeing these players break like three, four hundred million dollars. Yeah. Um, for their contracts, and they're getting they're getting paid to play like whether it's football, they're getting paid to play like five, six years, or baseball, where they're getting paid to play like thirteen years. And getting these massive contracts or basketball, basketball getting to play a couple years yeah and basketball players getting massive contracts and only playing only signing for a couple years um it's just it's really interesting from a fan's perspective because none of us will ever see that type of money no and so the more the more i tend to think about it the it just seems kind of like funny to me that we're willing to pay people this much money to go play a game um obviously they're very very good at it and they what they do does bring in a lot of money so it yeah. makes sense why they're getting paid that much like i can't argue against that but to me it's just a little ugly that those are the people we choose to give so give much money. so much money to yeah there's people doing a lot better things <laughs> maybe you don't deserve 500 million dollars but they do deserve more than what they I think. Yeah, and it's just like really interesting when you, you can look up like LeBron makes almost a hundred million dollars a year on his current contract, and he's like old, not even fun to watch, such yeah. a whiny, and like that's a, that's the reason why I don't respect sometimes athletes. Mm -hmm. It's like you're getting paid such a ridiculous amount of money to play a game. Like when LeBron complained last year about being in the bubble and he's like, it's yeah. so tough. It's just basketball all the time. I'm like, but you're getting paid $99 million <laughs> to play that game. Yeah. You don't get to complain no. about the fact that it's basketball all the time when there's like people who are living in poverty or like different things like that, like mm. actual struggles. <laughs> um, you're, you're fine. You just come off conceited then mm. when you're like, this sucks. It's so hard. It's like, okay, that side of it, and, like, there's, like, hundreds of kids out there who would love to just be able to get there and sit and play, play to play, be paid to play basketball. Yeah. Like, me included, if I could go just play basketball for a month with nothing else to do, that'd yeah. be amazing. Like, yeah. I would absolutely love that. So to sit and hear him, like, to hear him complain about that, that was really frustrating. Um, and it was like, maybe then don't play a game like that for a living. Like, yeah. if you really don't like it that much, like... Yeah. Again, it's obvious we don't like LeBron. So if you really <laughs> like LeBron, this is not your podcast. I'm sorry, but we're just not his fans, and I have not. I have very many reasons why. But yeah. so the, the other thing that's interesting is when you look at like all these top athletes. Which, by the way, just so you know, I don't even know how far down you'd have to go on the list until you came to a female's name. Mm, but yeah. very, um, very far down. But they make so much money off their contracts now. But they also make so much money in 
ads. Mm-hmm. Probably more, like, they, they almost do. all of them make more in ad revenue than they do on their contracts. Yeah, I looked at a list of, like, 13 athletes who make more money through endorsements than their actual, like, contracts for their teams or mm. their sport. And it was, like, all the top ones. Like, for example, Tiger Woods makes 97% of his money from his endorsements, not even from... He's only made, like, a million dollars, technically, like, playing, which is, like, a lot of money to, like, a normal person. Mm -hmm. But he's made, like, hundreds of millions of dollars um, from from endorsements and, like, just, like, from wearing, like, Nike or something. Like, he gets paid for that. So, that's just, like, interesting, too, like... Like, LeBron also, like, for example, gets paid reportedly, like, $16 million to do those Sprite commercials that he's occasionally in. It's, it's like, just the Christmas ones. It's yeah. It's just Sprite Cranberry. And, and, and it's, like, the same ad every year. Yeah. But he gets paid, like, $16 million for that. Yeah, so. I, I don't know. So, it's just, yeah. I don't know. It's just really interesting to, to look that up. And I would encourage you to go look it up for yourself so you can form your own opinion on that. Um because it's fun um yeah and so now it's kind of switching a little bit off of like necessarily how much money uh, players make but kind of how teams and players can use their contracts now um and like a really famous example of a team like really like kind of betraying one of their players with a con with like how they set up their contract is scotty pippen and the bulls um when he first signed with the bulls he signed a seven-year contract, and he was getting paid very little. I don't know what the exact amount was, um, because he wasn't he wasn't an established player yet. So it, it was because he was rookie. He doesn't right. need to get paid a lot. Yet. Yeah. So it was a fine contract right then, and he he of course took it because he was like, oh yeah, I can get paid so much money over seven years. I can take care of my whole family for seven years for sure. Um, but then by the time his contract was in his fifth or sixth year. This is, like, Scottie Pippen's now one of the best players in the NBA, and he's still getting paid like a rookie. And the Bulls refused to change his contract or add any money to his contract. And that's really one of the main problems that happened with the Bulls dynasty, is that, like, feud between Scottie Pippen and the Bulls. Um, And as a Bulls fan, I'm just going to say it. Jerry Reinsdorf, who's our owner, is the worst, yeah. and he's so cheap. He really is so cheap, and we always just, like, joke, like, in my family that it's just, like, an accident that we dra- happen to draft <laughs> the greatest player of all time, yeah. like, and happen to have, like, put these, like, pieces around him because mm-hmm. he really, like, manages the team horribly, in my opinion, yeah. like. Yeah, it's really so. Cool. But nowadays, it's it's really almost completely switched the other way, and players are more taking advantage of teams with their contracts, I would say. Yeah. Um, I think of this especially in baseball, when you see these players sign for, like, 13 years. Yeah. And, like, I've seen, like, multiple, like, 11, 12, 13-year contracts, and they lock up all this money for that long. And after, like, these players will have, like, two good seasons, and then they'll, like, sign a 13-year contract. Yeah. And then they can just be bums for 13 years, but their money is guaranteed. They've guaranteed themselves $300 yeah. million, and they don't, they don't ever have to be that good again. Like, yeah. Obviously, they still want to be good, but... And, and the team like, can never do anything about right. it. They can't get better because, oh, all of our money in our cap space is locked, locked up. up in that, in that player. So I, I just thought that was really interesting how it's really switched from teams using their contracts to control players to players using their contracts to, like, take advantage of these te- of their teams. Um, which was I just thought it was really interesting and something I wanted to talk about. But. And what's interesting is in college... It's, like, the opposite of that. <laughs> so, the NCAA, I looked up in 2019, because obviously they're 2020 
revenue was off because they didn't do anything. But mm-hmm. they made over a billion dollars in revenue. Gosh. A billion dollar corporation, that means. That's what the NCAA is. And their athletes get zero dollars of that. And I know that, like, it's some people don't like the idea of, like, oh, they're not pros or whatever. But if these are the people who are actually making all of them money, like, they make the NCAA money. The NCAA would have zero dollars if it wasn't for the mm-hmm. athletes because they make most of their money from their TV contracts. Right. But if there's no games to play, like, in 2020 when there was no games to play, guess what? They had, like, very little revenue. So, like... Mm-hmm. The thing is, it's like, yeah, I know people are like, some people like don't like that, but it's like, okay, but anywhere else, like if, if I'm in college right now or like Elijah's in college right now, if I'm really good at something, I I can get paid for that. Like mm-hmm. if, if one of us were a really good singer, I could go and get paid to be a singer right now. Like mm-hmm. people would pay me to perform and that'd be okay. The only thing that you can't do in college and be good at and get paid for is being an athlete. And it's like, why does that have to be different? And I don't, I know, like, I've studied this a lot, and I've done a lot of, like, research into, like, how it would work based off of, like, the fact that there's so many football players, and mm-hmm. they, football and basketball bring in the most money, but there's actually, like, more cross-country runners than anything else. Yeah. So it's, like, dicey things. It's, like, well, do you pay them evenly when, like, these programs are bringing in all the money? And I just think that the NCAA should start allowing their players, their athletes to make money off of endorsements like these pros do because then they're Mm -hmm. not giving away money and if a player like trevor lawrence in college when he was really good he would be able to make money or like these players in the ncaa like yeah it's not a perfect system because no cross-country runners ever going to be able to make money but it's it's like the easiest way to like let some players make money especially like some of these kids who are coming from homes that like, when they go to the NBA, they need that money to pay mm-hmm. for their family. They would be able to make some revenue, make some money in college, because they also can't have a job. Like, they're, yeah, if, they're, you're, if you're a D1 athlete... It's a full-time job. Yeah, yeah like, you don't have time for a job and school and to be a D1 athlete. Like, it's ridiculous. So, yeah. it just seems, like, ridiculous that they're not allowed to, like, make money off of endorsements mm-hmm. to me, but... So, my one thing with that would be that it would be really tricky because I know it's it's good for athletes to be able to make money off their likeness, but you have these people who are going to take advantage of that. Oh, that's yeah, I know. That's just how the world is. And not necessarily even the athletes, but, like, people that are trying to sign them to make them. Yeah. And they're going to try to, like, abuse that power and make money off of these athletes in, in that case. So I think that just gets a little tricky there, and I'm sure there's definitely there are ways around it, like making like getting athletes um like signing them with somebody who can like tell them what to do or like well like they could get an agent an agent yeah Yeah. exactly so then they're not getting taken advantage of but my thing is even like smaller sports like like a track or a softball or something Mm -hmm. you could even like some of these local businesses in these college towns could like pay them some money and be like hey can we use your like picture on this mm-hmm. like billboard or something yeah. like it doesn't have to be these huge t- nike tv contract like you mm-hmm. don't have to get paid millions of dollars to do this like and i think that's what people think of when they think of like endorsing athletes because that's what it is on the pro level mm-hmm. but like it doesn't have to be that large scale i think it can be a much smaller scale and still do good i know it's not a perfect system and obviously there's there could be a lot that could go wrong but i think it still be better than what it is today and that's like no money yeah that's fair
but something else I wanted to bring up, kind of like going on another little rant here. Hmm. I just saw this. So, um, Vanessa Bryant came out with a new, like, clothing slash, like, athletic wear line called Mambasita to honor Gigi, who, um, obviously, like, passed away last year with Kobe. And I don't know why, but Sports Center decided to post, like, on Twitter, like, oh, Kyrie bought everybody on the Nets team, like, a Mambasita, uh, like, sweatshirt or something. Mm-hmm. And, like, praising Kyrie Irving for that. And I'm just, I'm just really sick of Kyrie Irving because he's also the one who's like, I want to make a signature shoe for the women to wear in the WNBA. I'm just really tired of this man thinking he can be the face of female sports. Like, that's what he seems like to me at this point. Like, he's always trying to, like, be the one praised, and that's why I don't respect him. And I'm like, or how about Nike just signs a woman to have her own signature shoe again? Like, Mm -hmm. we don't need Kyrie to be the face of women's sports. And I'm really tired of him taking the credit for these things. When, no, the credit's not on you. The credit's on Vanessa Bryant and Gigi. Not you, Kyrie Irving. Like, yeah. And it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth, but I just don't. I just don't respect yeah. that. I don't know if you saw this. There was a female uh, WNBA player. She just signed like a clothing deal. Uh, Kaiser Gondrasic. Oh, okay. Um, she just signed like a shoe and clothing deal with um, either Under Armour or Adidas. I can't remember. Oh, okay, which okay, one. cool. So nice. I thought that was interesting. Um, it was like one of the first major ones I'd heard of in a while. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping Nike starts signing some more, but. Mm-hmm guess we'll see anyways that's my little i just had to, i just saw that and it made me really angry and yeah. I just, that was my hot take but okay game of the week you got anything Lige? or um i don't know i'm gonna watch some basketball this week but because the nba is kind of going to a close i'd watch western conference because right now first and second are tied third and fourth are tied and fifth and sixth are tied yeah um, it's getting it's getting nice so any game in the western conference is gonna be it's pretty much a playoff game at this at this point, like, it's not really a playoff game, but they're all fighting for those top spots. Um, so I, I think it'll help the competition be ramped up a little bit um, in the Western Conference. So I would watch a, one of those games, at least. Yeah, okay. I actually have an NBA game to point out, and that's a Monday night, so May 3rd. At 7.30 p.m. on ESPN or on ESPN Plus, if you have the app, it, there is going to be a Warriors-Pelicans game. I know what you're thinking. Who cares? <laughs> this is like a really special edition. So if you remember back in football season when the Bears and Saints had their playoff game, it was on Nickelodeon and it was like kid-themed. Mm-hmm. And it was really fun. And like I yeah. remember like thinking, like what other things could we do? So I don't know if it this branched because that went well or if this was just something already in the works, but Disney obviously owns Marvel and ESPN. So we are getting like a Marvel NBA like mashup here. So this game is actually called the arena of heroes and Marvel has created a specific like comic book storyline for this game. Mm -hmm. And like it gives a reason to why these two teams will be playing. And then there's three players from each team from each from the Warriors and the Pelicans, they're, like, stars on their yeah. team, um, that can gain points by, like, doing their, make, through their stats, basically, mm-hmm. through the game. And then the winner of, like, whoever has the most points by these, like, Marvel standards at the end of the night gets, like, crowned the champion. And these teams are, like, trying to, like, basically, like, duke it out to see, like, who's going to be, like, a superhero right. in this essence. Yeah. So it's a really fun thing. And I think it's going to be really fun because it, like, 
combines two of my biggest loves, <laughs> and that's Marvel superheroes and the NBA. Yeah. So I'm really excited to watch this telecast because I think it's going to be really interesting and different and fun and, like, another way to, like, make a regular season NBA game fun right. that mm-hmm. normally I would not care at all about. Mm-hmm. And it has Steph Curry in it, who yeah. kind of goes off all the time. So yeah. hopefully he gets lots of points. But, yeah, so that's, again, Monday, May 3rd at 7.30 p.m., ESPN or ESPN Plus, which it might, if you've listened to this after that, it might even be on ESPN Plus still to go back and watch watch if you have that account. So go and watch that. You can look at the article. If you look up Arena of Heroes on ESPN or Google or something, you can find the article and it'll give you the like reason to like what Marvel came Mm -hmm. up with, like the storyline for it. So I'm excited to see what the animation and stuff is like. And I think this is going to be fun. So Mm. I'm super, super excited to watch that. But anyways, I think that's all we have for Mm -hmm. you guys this week. So don't forget to hit subscribe if you haven't already. And we'll see you back next week.